You are free to move about the country, do what you want to do, where you want to do it as a travel physical therapist. A lot of myths about travel physical therapy can can kind of give people a headache in terms of, man, this sounds like there's there's more work involved, but that's what Arius is for. They find the positions in all settings, all 50 states. They find those positions for people like you, whether you want to travel alone or you want to travel with a travel buddy, another clinician, a nurse, someone, another allied health profession, you can do that. So they remove all all of those barriers and make it easy to do what you want to do. You don't want to be sifting through regulations, figuring out how to transfer your license and find housing and all the things that come up, taxes, CEUs from state to state. No, no, no. You want to be just a great PT. Well, RES can help you do that. A-U-R-E-U-S medical.com. That's the website to go to to see what is available for you. A-U-R-E-U-S medical.com. Go there today and uh, do what you want to do, where you want to do it as a travel PT. A-U-R-E-U-S medical.com. Think that we've come a long way in our profession. The fact that we were labeled as an essential provider with the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, I don't think that would have happened 10 years ago. And so I think we've, we've moved a long way in terms of the level in which we're respected in the healthcare arena. And frankly, I think we need to live up to that. We also have an opportunity to be and shine as frontline healthcare providers in this moment as well. Heidi Jenanga of WebPT is coming on the show. They uh, they just had a webinar that featured more than 15,000 viewers. That is a lot of people tuning in for one webinar all around what to do around telehealth and COVID-19. If you are a physical therapy provider, WebPT, uh, always leading the way in terms of sharing information and making it really clear and concise. And of course, this is a topic that's on everyone's mind. So we'll take a listen. We'll dig into some really practical and tactical advice and mindset that a physical therapist to clinic owner should be having uh, you know, really uh, uh, just their, their, their finger on the pulse. This is the stuff that you're going to need to know. Uh, episode is brought to you by Owens Recovery Science, a single source for PTs looking for certification in personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training and the equipment you need to apply it properly in your clinical practice. Find them online at owensrecoveryscience.com. Go there for the leading information and certification at owensrecoveryscience.com. The best conversations happen at happy hour. Welcome to ours. Welcome aboard. This is the PT Pinecast. Here's your host, physical therapist, Jimmy McKay. It's an interesting time in, in, in healthcare right now, and, and that's what I guess we, we wanted to talk about today, which is the thing that's been bouncing around for a while now, and it was kind of like people... People kept ringing this bell, a, a small group of people, and it got larger and larger. And now everybody's knocking on the door of telehealth and rehab therapy. You know, the people who were uh, who were looking ahead certainly are, are a little bit further along in the process. But what are you hearing? What are you talking about? And what are you working with people about? Uh, lots of things, right? I mean, this is an unprecedented time. There are changes that are having to be made in, in how we think about our profession and the industry, obviously. Um, you're right. I think that, you know, telehealth was on the horizon, but, you know, we still have a lot of big barriers to get over in order to truly implement telehealth or telemedicine, telerehab, whatever you want to call it, within our industry. I think, as you know, we are still not listed as a provider by CMS yeah. that can can actually provide telehealth services in our practices. Um, state practice acts, also majority of them do not include mm-hmm. PTs as providers that can do this. So this is an interim step with the e-visits that have now been authorized for us to be able to do uh, for Medicare and then uh, a lot of the 
commercial providers are also following suit. But I mean, there's there's even that's that's one thing, right? If you're keeping your clinic open, or if you're working from home and you're trying to trying to figure out how do I how do I uh, you know continue to work as a therapist, those are options. But I think you know first and foremost, the, one of the biggest decisions that owners and and directors are are trying to figure out right now is do we stay open or do we stay closed? And I know right. there's a lot of um, controversy on Twitter uh, conversation, I maybe I should say about you know, which way we should go with this. And, you know, the respect obviously is on both sides. Everybody has to make a decision on as to what is best for them, for their families, what they think is best for their community, their patients. So that's, that's first and foremost, I think what the biggest decision at this moment in time, it's a tough one, right? I certainly think that while you have to respect everybody's decision, I think that we've come a long way in our profession, um, the fact that we were labeled as an essential provider with the as an essential critical infrastructure worker with the U.S. Department of Homeland Security federally, you know, I don't think that would have happened 10 years ago. Right. Uh, and so I think we, we've moved a long way in terms of the, the level in which we're respected in the healthcare arena. And frankly, I think we need to live up to that. So I think there's a lot of opportunity to use these alternative methods uh, in the interim to continue to provide services. But, you know, we also have an opportunity to be and shine as frontline healthcare providers in this moment as well to really show and step up to to that uh, line of, of talk track that we've been trying to uphold of being primary care providers. And wow, what better opportunity than to do that right now when you know, there are so many patients, MSK patients, that could be prevented from going into urgent cares or ERs uh, that could be taken care of by us to allow those uh, services to be gotten by those that are really in need of it uh, with this COVID-19. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point. I, I, uh, I think it, it definitely was a, a hot and still is a hot area of conversation on social media, um, people trying to figure this out. And that's what happens when there's something unprecedented. Sure. People don't know which way to go or what's right. And there are many people who've closed their doors for, for, for clinicians right now who are listening to this, how can telehealth in rehab therapy, how can it be leveraged for patient care and why PTs, why should they be using this opportunity to advocate for permanent telehealth coverage? What are things, what are some of the things that PTs need to know about tele tele rehab that maybe they didn't know, you know, yesterday or just a week ago? Well, first and foremost, people need to understand the difference. We cannot interchange the language between telehealth and e-visits. E-visits is something that has been uh, allowed for us to do right now through CMS. And again, uh, other insurers that follow those guidelines are also adopting this temporary policy. E-visits are for, you know, assessment and case management of of existing patients. There are very specific uh, caveats that need to be understood uh, with regard to, you know, only being able to build for these one-time a week, specific G codes that are associated with this so that you can get paid for those visits. It doesn't necessarily have to be through a telehealth platform. Um, they have given the opportunity right now to use other more readily available free technology platforms like even FaceTime to be able to do this type of thing. You just have to document appropriately mm-hmm. uh, to, to be able to get paid. So I just, I want to make sure that people understand that first, but you know, 
times are a changing yeah. and, uh, you know, it's nothing like a crisis to accelerate the need for the expansion of what the use of technology within our practices. And, you know, I, I know this is going to completely accelerate the, the conversation around more providers having the ability to provide uh, telehealth services. And, you know, Jimmy, we've been talking about this for a long time. We, we, we've, been, we've been talking about the 90% problem, right? right that right. we aren't as therapists reaching 90% of the population that could utilize our services. Well, what better opportunity than potentially to be able to reach more? Absolutely. But we are on the, we are on the forefront of this. And we have a huge, the reason for advocacy right now is A, for us to be considered uh, providers that can do this. But B, we should be right now helping to define what does telehealth mean in PT? Because we don't want others to define that for us. We don't want the payers to define that. And we definitely don't want, you know, government officials who we haven't had our input uh, into being able to define that. Because what you don't want to have happen, which I don't, I, I don't believe it could happen, but you never know these days. Sure. Um, you, you don't want the pendulum to swing to a place where people think, and there are companies out there that are already trying to do this, that PT can be performed 100% over telehealth. I think that we know that our differentiator as therapists is that it is our hands-on approach to treatment and how much of how much of an importance that is to the overall outcome of the patient of that touch that we provide. But does it, it obviously does not have to be 100% of every single visit. Um, and I think there's a lot of adjunct services and connection and potentially even compliance with uh, home exercise programs, compliance with their home program in terms of, you know, self-care that could be definitely strong, more strongly advocated for through the use of telehealth services, potentially reaching more uh, in the rural communities in advancing programs and things like that. Yeah. I think that, that those are the areas in which telehealth can completely improve our services overall and enhance our services. But I think we need to be very careful in not only defining what, what, how telehealth becomes an adjunct, but also how we get paid for those services. Yeah. Uh, segwaying to getting paid, we mentioned this uh, just a little bit or alluded to it a couple uh, minutes ago. What do PD, PTs need to know regarding billing right now if they're going to be utilizing, providing telehealth and rehab therapy? Right now, I feel like everything's in flux, and I feel like we should say as we record, it's the, the 26th of March right now, so I'm sure you know, if, if you're listening to this even a couple of weeks later, things might have changed. But as of right now, what do PTs need to know, or what should they focus on regarding billing for their services? Well, first and foremost, again, you should be in contact with all of your payers because this is changing rapidly um, in terms of which payers are adopting this e-visit uh, category, which states, uh, or I'm sorry, which payers are, are allowing for PTs to bill for telehealth services. You have to know your state practice act and whether or not you are even able to do telehealth or, or any of those, or, and bill for any of those services within your state. So there's very, there's a lot of caveats and, and um, regulatory hoops that you need to jump through to before you can just say, hey, I'm just going to start seeing patients over telehealth. Uh, but with regard to billing, there are specific, for, especially if you're thinking about, you know, billing for these e-visits, there's specific G-codes that have been 
specifically designated uh, now for these e-visits. And I am pulling them up right now in front of me. Sorry, I had them up. Okay. So they are G2061. And these G codes are based on time that you are spending with a patient through an online assessment and management. Remember that they are for established patients only for up to seven days. And you can bill for these once every seven days. So if you've seen the patient for five to 10 minutes, over a, a telephonic or telehealth platform uh, visit with your established patient, you can bill G2061. 11 to 20 minutes is G2062, or 21 or more minutes is G2063. So um, these are basically the Medicare equivalents to the CPT codes that are now being authorized to bill through Medicare. For Medicare patients and others like Aetna, for example, uh, last week came came out and said that they are going to accept these codes as well. There's a few of the blues that have, have now come out. So just check with your providers to find out if they are following along with these billing code acceptance. Uh, to figure out if you can do that or not. Yeah, I think that's probably some of the best advice is you're going to see some information coming in uh, via social media from friends and colleagues in, in and out and around the profession, but make sure you know what you need to know. And that, that really is verifying it with your, either your State Practice Act or the individual insurance companies that you're going to be billing. Just just make sure that before you proceed, you have the correct information right there. And that, like uh, as we said, you know, uh, these things are going to be, you know, kind of in flux. They're going to be very fluid as we proceed through this, and we want to make sure we're, we're responsible practitioners, and we're getting paid for our time, so check before you do that. Yeah, and Jimmy, we just did a huge webinar yesterday. We had uh, close to 15,000 people wow. on our webinar. It was absolutely incredible. Um, you know, people are just craving information right now, and so thank you so much for quickly responding and wanting to put a podcast out about this because, you know, the information is coming fast. It's coming from all different places. So uh, echo what you just said in terms of, of find your reputable sources. You know, we have combed so many different sources and pulled it all together into this incredible webinar. We have ha we had a uh, John Wallace, who's been in our industry for 20 plus years, and Vita Kohler, who's an o OT um, and also um, a uh, our, our chief compliance officer, presenting the webinar. We streamed it live yesterday on, on Facebook as well. It had over 5,000 people uh, wow. viewing. Yeah, so it was it was absolutely incredible, the sense of community that, you know, they were chatting back and forth on Facebook with each other, sharing information. So it was super cool. It's going to be available on our website, uh, I believe, tonight. So if anybody has, I mean, we go into super depth. So uh, I would encourage you to check out the webpt.com blog page, and we've got that webinar that will be up. But along with an FAQ, we had over 700 questions come through wow. on the webinar. I, it was insane trying to keep up with everything. But I, I know that you're doing the right thing, too, to help more and more people get uh, this information. Um, the APTA is doing a good job. Uh, private, pra private practice section has opened up their entire site to everyone, not just if you're a, an APTA member, to the COVID-19 uh, site. So there's a lot of really great information. You just got to kind of 
keep checking on a daily basis because it literally is changing sometimes hour by hour. Yeah, that's great. You guys at at WebPT do webinars pretty often. What what was the high water mark before that? I got to think the 15,000 people tuning in for one, it's got to be the record setter, right? I mean, it is the record setter. Our previous record prior to that was 12,500 when the ICD-10 code switched over. And that was a big deal then. So you see right now people are reacting. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, probably because um, there's a decent number of clinicians out there who were either decided to close already because they didn't realize there was an option or just wasn't, they weren't sure what the option was, or they're deciding what to do now and seeing 15,000 people log in for information really highlights uh, the the need to pay attention and get the right uh, information for your situation. That's absolutely right. So keep in contact with your payers, check your own association site. You know, obviously we're going to, we're going to help push out as much public information as we can. So, you know, webpt.com slash blog, um, we're putting out things every single day to keep up with the inundation of, of changes that are, are happening. So we're trying to keep everyone up to date as much as we can. Absolutely. I, I think it really highlights the fact that uh, 15,000 people all in the same profession coming together, less competition and more collaboration. You know, I mean, a lot of times, you know, you alluded to the 90% and that's really, you know, looking at where we tend to fight over the 10% of uh, the patients that come into our doors with clinics that are across the street or around the corner. But coming together right now is going to help benefit you personally and your community at large way, way more than competing with people in your own, in your own neighborhood. So the fact that you guys are putting out these resources is great. WebPT.com is uh, the website where you can go and garner this information. And, and, I, and I will give a nod to you guys for, you do this on a regular basis. This is not a reaction from WebPT. You guys just change the topic based on what is being talked about in the profession. And right now this telehealth and COVID-19 is certainly the issue that's on everyone's mind. So thanks for doing this at a large scale. I mean, helping 15,000, uh, that's a pretty big chunk of, uh, of our profession all in one stop? Well, it, it just goes to our mission. Um, that's part of our ethos of, of a company is, you know, we're, our mission is to um, empower therapists to achieve greatness in practice. And we can't do that if we're not providing the, the best information out there. And we've become a tremendous resource. And it's one of the, you know, proudest things about our company as, as a founder that I can say, we have an incredible, incredible team that has been working literally almost 12 to 15 hours a day. I mean, we only uh, pushed out that uh, notice for the webinar uh, 10 days ago, and we were able to garner that many people. So, yeah, tons of information. It was loaded webinar, super beefy. So I encourage everyone out there, if you haven't had a chance to uh, find out, I mean, literally all the information all in one place with regard to telehealth, billing, um, you know, some of the things you should be safeguarding in terms of if you do decide to open your practice, things to think about, as well as some HR suggestions, uh, you know, with, you know, helping your employees during this time, whether it's changing your PTO policies or sick leave policy, things like that. So we touched on a lot of different topics uh, based on our incredible resources that we had in our own organization to push out information. Uh, again, website website is webpt.com, or you can find them uh, online at webpt, wherever you uh, you look for social information. Uh, Heidi, appreciate you taking some time out and, uh, and sharing with us here, as well as your website and your webinar. Anytime, Jimmy. Appreciate everything you're doing for the industry. 
The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com. Do you want to improve your skills as an orthopedic physical therapist? Do you want to practice at the top of your profession? Have you ever thought about earning your orthopedic clinical specialist certification? Well, imagine how great it would feel to go into the OCS examination feeling confident and prepared that you'll pass on your first attempt. If you were given a plan that was simple to follow, if you were given lessons that were easy to understand, and you were given sample tests that sharpened sharpened your skills. However you're comfortable studying, the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy's current concepts course can make you more prepared and confident for the OCS examination. But it can't help you unless you take the first step and make the investment. And today is your chance. Go to orthopt.org and take the current concepts course from the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. That's orthopt.org and the current concepts course from the Academy of orthopedic physical therapy. This is the PT Pinecast. New Step created the first product of its kind 25 years ago. That was the New Step recumbent cross trainer. Now it's a mainstay in rehab with physical therapists worldwide. New Step now continues its tradition of innovation with the New Step Transit, another innovation in recumbent cross trainers for physical therapists, delivering real-time biofeedback with this piece of equipment, letting you use it in meaningful ways for awareness of physical performance, uh, goals, identifying and correcting deficits or imbalances take a test driver find out more at newstep.com that's n-u-step.com online at newstep.com this is the pt pinecast want to thank brooks ihl that's brooks rehabilitation institute of higher learning offering residencies fellowship education orthopedics women's health geriatrics neurologic pt pediatric sports that's an overview of their residencies check out what they have to offer at brooks ihl World-class educational opportunities to the local and regional community. Check them out, brooksihl.org. Follow us online, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PT Pinecast. Rock Tape, helping you get your patients stronger, longer. Find them online at rocktape.com slash medical. More than just a kinesiology tape company, they are a movement company, giving you the classes, the tools, the education, the research to get your patients moving stronger, longer. Find them online at rocktape.com slash medical that is rocktape.com slash medical our home on the internet ptpinecast.com created by build pt Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting, providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at buildpt.com. 